This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 614, A Day in the Life of a Minimalist Entrepreneur, by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator here, and I'm with you every single day reading to you to help you optimize your business life. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm gonna share a post about entrepreneurship and minimalism. And if you're interested in minimalism, I would recommend that you check out one of our other shows, uh, the original show in our network, Optimal Living Daily, and that is where Justin narrates uh, each and every day, and he does cover minimalism quite a bit, uh, in fact, pretty much every Monday. So you can search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to check out that show. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. A Day in the Life of a Minimalist Entrepreneur by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com. Embracing minimalism gave me so much extra time, I was able to pause and decide what I was passionate about and how I wanted to spend that extra time I found I had. For me, that has been helping others simplify their homes and lives, and for myself, experiencing life as an entrepreneur. Learning the business side of blogging has been a fun and fascinating journey, and I've had to learn to balance it because I can easily devote every waking moment to something I'm excited about. I have two typical days workdays and non-workdays. My husband Brian works part-time so I can have time to help others through this blog and my online courses. Generally each week I have one to two days that I work while Brian is home with our youngest, currently four years old. Today I'm going to share what my workdays look like. Workday, 6.30 a.m. wake up. Make breakfast for the kids, unload the dishwasher, make sure the kids pack their lunch and wear the correct outerwear, etc., make coffee and scrambled eggs for Brian and me, eat while the kids are getting their stuff together. 7.50 a.m., kids out the door for school. 8 a.m., coffee with Brian. This is my quiet time, which is not exactly quiet. I read out loud to Brian while he drinks coffee and works on his chainmail, currently reading My Utmost for His Highest, a passage of the Bible, a chapter of Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secrets, and Journal Pray. There's a link to my favorite journal in this post. Journaling. I am easily distracted while I pray, so I've learned that if I write it out, I stay focused. It also is wonderful to be able to look back over my journals and see answers to specific prayer requests. 8.30 a.m., quick kitchen tidy and dishes. 9 a.m., head to a coffee shop to work. Typical drink, 16-ounce Americano with three shots of caramel flavor and extra half and half. The habit that has helped me most is to have a trigger routine. I have a difficult time working at home. I don't have an office, and I can easily get distracted by things that need to be done around the house, children that come to me to ask whatever questions are on their mind, and a husband that wants to talk. Now, I go to the same coffee shop each workday and sit in my favorite spot, if it's open, with my planner on one side that has my list of things to do. Now, when I go to a coffee shop, I'm suddenly in work mode. It's relatively easy to get into the zone and focus on what I need to do. 11.30 a.m order a breakfast sandwich for lunch, and check email and social media. 4 p.m., head home. Typically very exhausted, but satisfied with what I got accomplished. The time I head home is dependent on getting my list done. After doing this for six years, I have a good idea of how much time I need to accomplish specific tasks, so I list out ahead of time what I want to focus on. When I'm done with my list, I quit for the day, even if I'm done early. I know mentally I won't be able to get anything done on any other projects, and if I ever do try to stay and work, I find myself bouncing back and forth across different browser tabs wasting time. It's best to just call it a day and head home to family. 4.30 p.m., start cooking dinner. 
I've been able to keep this consistent because as a family, we have avoided extracurricular activities that so often require the family to be busy during the typical dinner hours. I see the benefit of team sports, music, dance, etc., but value family time and downtime for the kids more. At first, this decision was out of necessity. As a young parent, I didn't have the money to cover all the cost of all the activities for all the children. But as I got older and saw my peers stressed out and running from one end of town to the other, settling for fast food dinners three to four nights each week, I opted to keep our schedule simplified. Dinners are often simple. I prefer to stick with meat, rice, and veggie with different variations. Most often having stir fry or some Mexican what you got. Before dinner is done, I will have the kids straighten up the living room and dining room area, get coats and shoes put away, hang up their backpacks, make sure their lunch boxes are cleaned out and all the toys are put away. This is part of our daily rhythm and routine. 5.30 p.m. Eat. Family dinner. Everyone eats at the table. This is a time to catch up. Talk about what we did during the day, what we want to do after dinner, etc. 6 p.m. Dishes, put food away, etc. Typically, one of the kids washes the dishes and another clears the table and puts leftovers away. We also wipe off the counters and stove, wipe off the table, and straighten up all rooms, putting things away. 6.30 p.m. Time to veg. This looks different every night. Some days, Brian and I spend the evening hanging out at one of the Adullam houses. Some days, we have people over to hang out. Some days, our older boys visit, and the rest of the time, we read, color together, or watch a movie. 8 p.m. Kids to bed. After the kids go to bed, Brian and I often sit and talk or watch TV. Many evenings, this is when I'll get out my planner and figure out what the next week will look like and plan out what I need to accomplish during my working hours. 10 p.m. Bedtime. At least for me. Brian will sometimes stay up later and watch The Tonight Show. Most of the time, I call it a night at 9.30 p.m. I sit in bed and read a few pages of a book. You just listened to the post titled A Day in the Life of a Minimalist Entrepreneur by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Rachel, uh, whose mission is to help others turn their home into their own personal oasis. Having found an immense amount of freedom with minimalism, it's her goal to share the methods of simplifying and the tools that she had to rely on, and still does, to maintain a home that is easy to take care of and a joyful space to live. Come by nourishingminimalism.com for a lot more and to show your support. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I hope you have a great day and that you join me again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.